Welcome to Developing Leadership the Genuine Contact Way, where we're focused on nourishing a culture of leadership by applying timeless principles of life to the art of leadership. In each episode, we're exploring one key principle. We'll share our own wisdom and insights and invite you to consider your own experiences in life and business so far, and how you want to further your leadership development with this theme. Our theme this week is all about the idea of being a catalyst. I'm Rachel Bolton, and I'm here with Birgit Williams, and we are going to go ahead and dive right in and get started today. Let's begin by thinking of a catalyst as an element or energy that initiates a reaction. This is a very general concept of a catalyst, offering you the opportunity to think of catalysts you have experienced. Rachel, one of the first things I think of when um, I'm thinking about initiating a reaction, it's almost like the explosion, that kind of reaction. It doesn't need to be that way. A catalyst can also be that that impulse for something that is constructive. Uh, Maybe an explosion sometimes is constructive too. Like I think of fireworks, um, like like of the kind that we see at a holiday. Um, but it can, a catalyst um, can also be that impulse, that, that first movement that leads to something that are unprecedentedly wonderful outcomes. I also have this picture, you know, when you were talking about the explosion, I was thinking about probably the way most of us learned about being a catalyst was at some point in our elementary school years, pouring vinegar into the baking soda in a volcano for some kind of science project. But I was thinking also about something that's much more, um, it's again, a a childhood example, but my nephew has this great little toy where if you put all the gears together just right, when you turn one, all of the rest turn. And then of course there's the benefit of a sound being played or whatever it might be when you get it right. And so how catalysts can create these beautiful chain reactions that develop some kind of really great outcome, whether or not you know what that outcome is going to be from the start. I love that you mentioned childhood uh, type experiences and watching your nephew. Uh, All of us, I'm sure of it, as children, we uh, had absolutely incredible mastery with being a catalyst. <laughs> a catalyst, like to be a catalyst in play. It might be a catalyst with a magic wand and I dub you, you know, sir, so-and-so or whatever. But, but the act of being a catalyst to spark new play, to spark something new is very much alive in children. And of course, we were all children once upon a time. So that uh, mastery with being a catalyst is in us. And now we can take that further into looking at how we take that mastery of the playful catalyst of that imagination and what we might create and start looking at it from the perspective of developing your leadership in acting as a catalyst, in intentionally understanding and being a catalyst for some kind of desired change. So we're going to... walk you through some pieces of that in just uh, just a moment. And we want to talk, go ahead. 
I'm actually thinking of the paradox of the role of catalyst and desire to change because desire change implies that there's been some kind of process that takes a person or a group of people uh, into having desire change. Um, so that, that's at one end of the spectrum. And then the other end is that moment of catalyzing of, of the catalyst and um, the um, leadership acting as a catalyst and being quite intentional about it to get to desire change uh, makes me think of a story. And it's not a story to tell a story, it's just a story unfolding before our eyes. Here are, here is a person or a group of people with a desired outcome and then they playfully get to the catalyst that's gonna lead to that outcome. That's definitely a, a great way to like keep bringing that idea of playfulness into the idea of leadership. And of course, as you're saying, leadership has it within it embedded naturally this idea that change happens um, and that when we are effectively leading, whether it's in our lives or our businesses, that change isn't something that is necessarily an outside force that is just somehow happening to us, but that it is something we are initiating. And that might be a small change. It might be a big change, like a transformative change in an organization, one that's intentionally being set out to accomplish our business goals. And in order to be successful in being that catalyst, we are proposing to you that it's important for a leader to have skillfulness in being a catalyst. So we're gonna take a look at what that might look like and offer you some suggestions on how it is that you can move into being, acting as a catalyst, as a leader in a very intentional way. And we're gonna suggest that it's through four easy steps. Maybe not so easy, I don't know. But the first one is to adjust your thoughts and beliefs about the importance of being a catalyst. Think of the catalyst as an ingredient that when added to what is already present, that it brings about a desired change, even something as big as a transformation. So uh, 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 does it make sense for you to align with this thought, to align with the belief that as a leader, you can be this catalyst, you can be this ingredient that is simply adding something to what is present to create change. Step two is to imagine what happens after. After acting as the catalyst, when you have imagined that you are the catalyst, when you are comfortable with the idea of being the thing that begins the change, you know that a series of reactions are going to unfold. There's going to be a process of the people in the system responding to that catalytic act. You can imagine some of those reactions. And step three right away inside of that imagining of the reactions is to imagine positive results as you're imagining those reactions. You cannot predict or control those reactions that you're imagining. They will simply happen. Imagine the chain reaction resulting in a different configuration of behaviors, actions, and conversations. A different configuration in the organization is capable of achieving different results. And then the last step is to practice. 
as you contemplate being becoming skillful in being a catalyst, you might feel some fear. The result of any catalytic act is unpredictable. So to overcome that fear, you're going to need to practice. Beginning with these simple steps and then steadily growing your skillfulness in being a catalyst by practicing it over and over again. You may not need to use this skill often. For the times that you do need to use it, it's good to have developed the skillfulness in yourself. It's part of a large number of leadership skills that are required for leaders leading into the unknown. As I listened to you, Rachel, I, and I did laugh with you when you said, oh, it's just four steps. <laughs> easy, maybe not so easy. And in one way, those four steps are easy to the degree that we loosen up, loosen our bodies up, loosen our seriousness up. And again, we raise that topic of playfulness, approach it playfully, even if it is a serious, serious topic, such as the future of your business, the future of your organization. Um, it's important to adjust those thoughts and beliefs you need that flexibility in you to be able to do so. And if you can get to that flexibility, dance, tell stories, use craft supplies, you know, do, um, uh, do something creative, um, but stay loose um, and, and say, okay, I'm gonna adjust my thoughts and beliefs, like just in that playful way. and. And the whole business, you've got two points here of using your imagination for that imagination after and imagining positive results. And um, it's that practice with imagination also requires us to have that childlike ability to play, to play, play, let's pretend, let's imagine, let's imagine those positive results. And um, and to be loose with it, um, and and to practice. And for us as adults, uh, the idea of not having perfection right off the bat can be challenging. And to give ourselves permission to practice, um, and and it does invite us to practice with playfulness in us. And a point that you raised within what you had offered there, Rachel, is that we can't control for these results, but we can imagine those positive results. We can align our thoughts and beliefs to do to, to them. We can um, give ourselves permission in our leadership to be a catalyst and in experience when that can be handled playfully it's possible to let go of attempting to control for the results and to stay with that imagining as you're talking i'm having two thoughts and one of them is uh we talk a lot in our work about angelis arians for immutable laws of spirit and this whole idea of being open to outcome not attached to outcome i think is an important one to work with when we're thinking about ourselves and imagining ourselves as a catalyst and what those positive results might be um, having that imagination being something that you hold kind of loosely in your hand or hold kind of loosely in your awareness because although we can imagine Imagine what might happen uh, 
as you said, we can't control for it. So being ready. And the other thing I was thinking about was um, when you approach your leadership from the perspective of being a catalyst for change, when you look at changes you are creating and knowing that you have this role as this catalyst, being able to also continue in your practice, holding the playfulness of being able to um, look at sometimes those outcomes and go, well, that wasn't what I expected with that childlike, you know, surprise and playfulness of like the tower fell over when I thought it would get bigger or whatever it might be, uh, that we apply that same kind of playfulness into that practice and being willing to, um, I was, I'm thinking about a meeting I had recently where I knew that I was catalyzing something new and I put a lot of thought into my facilitation plan and I put it all together and the first meeting of that went really well and then the second one at the end of it as I was listening in the closing circle to the comments I was thinking like it was those that moment of well this wasn't the results I expected and being able to as playfully as possible and and without too much attachment to the outcomes to be able to say, well, that didn't go quite as I expected. And when we come back together on this project or on this goal we're working towards or whatever, maybe we'll start in a different place to see if we can imagine some different positive results uh, is an important piece of that practice, I think. Being prepared in the practice for what happens if being the catalyst doesn't in fact give you the results you'd anticipated. Your example uh, took me into uh, the, the design and facilitation of any meeting uh, when I, and especially a series of meetings or, or a number of sessions uh, with the same group about something we um, will design our facilitation plans just like you did. And we put a lot of work into the design and imagine every single outcome that we are anticipating happen with the, with um, a view that something this should happen or something better that the people themselves and this goes to one of the uh, beliefs of the genuine contact program that uh, the basic blueprint for its own optimal health and balance is with any within any organism so there we are with our facilitation design we are there with um, our facilitation process and we are there with a belief that the people have it in them to take whatever they need to take in whatever direction they need to take it in because they are the ones that ultimately know best uh, what it is that they need for their well-being as a team or as an organization and what that means for us often in the facilitation is as soon as we get it started we start to see things unfold just a little differently um, we do just what you did in your example which is okay my next starting point is going to be a little bit differently than different than it was in my design because I'm now flowing with what is uh, we've imagined those positive results and we're now flowing uh, towards those. So the start of the, the catalyzing force could be at the start of the meeting, the chosen process, the chosen design. And what we're doing is leading towards positive results and 
it does mean having to be incredibly flexible and letting go of the design as needed to give something better to be in the flow with the people for the moment. And in the example you gave, Rachel, the ultimate outcomes were even better than you expected. Absolutely. So I'm thinking as I'm sitting here listening about, uh, at the beginning of today, I was thinking about a catalyst as like, here's the moment and I got it started, but that there might also be these like additional catalyst moments along the way to pay attention to when we are effectively being leaders, when we are really acting as a catalyst and working with it. It's not simply just getting something started and then watching as it unfolds without any additional catalyzing help to keep it moving forward in good directions. Oh, I love that point that you're making. Where that took me was every single conversation that I'm in with someone ends up being about me catalyzing something, the other person catalyzing something, me catalyzing something. You know, we you end up in a conversation with so many of those catalyzing moments and um, they can sometimes feel like an explosion and they can sometimes feel like the magic wand is being waved, uh, whichever, um, but we build, we, we build on those catalyzing moments to what hopefully will be a positive result. I'm having a little bit of laugh inside of myself because I'm thinking about all of the catalyzing conversations you and I have as people working together in a business. And that sometimes we have to say, okay, this conversation has to stop now because we've created to-do lists that are long enough that we don't actually need to meet for like a whole nother month. <laughs> Because we've created so many, like where, where the one catalyst after another has just created really great things, but then to have the wisdom to also stop when it's time. And that leads me to knowing that we're heading towards the end of today's episode. And perhaps it is the wisdom of um, stopping where there is this time and leaving you all with this idea now of adjusting your thoughts and beliefs, imagining what comes after imagining positive results in what comes after, and then continuing to practice as a catalyst. And I'll just uh, turn it over to you, Brigitte, in case there are any final thoughts that are coming up for you as we look at this idea of acting as a catalyst. It's my hope that for you who are listening to this, that you have interest in developing your leadership in acting as a catalyst and also to playfully recognize that this is a great strength you have in you uh, and have had in you from childhood. So embrace that catalyst in you. Pay attention when you're in conversations to the catalyst in you uh, already at work, working, to, you know, just showing up as that catalyst. And uh, hopefully as a result of listening to this, your awareness of yourself as a catalyst and your awareness of continually developing your leadership as act and acting as a catalyst uh, grows and grows. 
Thank you, Birgit, for sharing this time with me today. And thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. Be sure to check out our next episode to continue on in your learning about developing leadership the genuine contact way. We'll be exploring another key principle in an episode coming up real soon. And before you go, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you receive it right to your inbox.